Welcome to Dad Space, a podcast for dads by dads. Today we have Michael Ebeck is on. Michael is a new dad. Congrats, Mike. Uh, Mike is here to talk about his new dad journey with you and with me here on Dad Space. And Michael is a DJ. Whoop! Drop it. Drop it like it's hot or whatever. DJs are in the house. What, 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 and all that stuff. Anyways, I digress. Michael is here. DJ, hit the music. Oh, it's already started. Okay, anyways, Mike's here. Dad Space. So, so happy to have Michael with us today on Dad Space. I love talking to new dads, the joy, the excitement. Michael's got stuff figured out, and uh, he's a great guest. So, I hope you enjoy our conversation today with Michael Ebeck. Uh, Michael shares what it's like to be a new dad and all the joys and all the stuff. And uh, yeah, it's great to have him on the podcast. So everyone here, please enjoy Michael Lieback on Dad Space. Make sure you go ahead and like, follow, share, and do all the things so that you know a new episode is coming right here on Dad Space. Michael, take it away, DJ. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dad Space. We have a dad. Imagine that on Dad Space. Uh, Michael Ebeck is here. Mike is, well, he has an amazing job that I'm quite enthralled with. Uh, Mike, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing pretty great. I'm doing well. How about you, Dave? How are you doing? Well, you know what? I don't usually get asked that by guests, but I'm good. Thanks for asking. That's (laughs) nice of you. Of course. Um, Of course. So if you can't tell by from Michael already, you can, this gentleman is a pro. This guy, I saw a video of you at a wedding, opening a wedding up and bringing the bride and groom in. And then a second one where they were serving the meal to the bride and groom and two guys are dancing around the room and you're singing. (laughs) It's like you bring the party, Michael. Uh, You are a DJ. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm a DJ for Harmon Entertainment uh, in North Dakota here. And yeah what i i am happy mm. to hear that you saw the videos mm. I, I, wasn't, uh, I think those might be from my very first wedding a few years ago actually if, really? if they're the ones i'm thinking of yeah. so um if you were impressed then dave you see oh gosh <laughs> oh gosh yeah okay um, so i have a challenge for you during our interview okay oh okay. i told you i have a curveball Yes. I want to see how many musical references we can cram into a podcast episode while we talk about our topic. Okay. Okay. It could be All a right. song title, a line from a song, anything to do with music. We're okay. going to try to sneak these in. Okay. So I'll start off just to kind of get the grease the wheels a little. Right? Okay. You're the last interview for me today. And oh. you know what they say about that, right? You always save the, the best for last. So you, Michael are simply the best, better than very all the good. rest. Oh, very good. right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so we're gonna try this, and right. it's either gonna get super annoying or it's gonna be fun. One of the I'm, I'm not sure yet, so I'm gonna pull oh. from your musical brain, right? Because there's got to right. be songs, there's got to be stuff. You got to think quick on your feet. You're at a wedding. Right. Your car breaks down on the way. You got to you got to make things happen. So that's right. Right. So you're that's used to right. this. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Well, you know what? Let's get it started, Dave. Let's I'm... get it started. 
All right, I'm I'm completely ready here to pump up the jam. I'm ready to drop it like it's hot. Let's go. Okay, you ready? Perfect. I'm okay. Ready. All right. All right. Here we go. So we're talking all things dad space here on Dad Space. Uh, you are a new dad. Yes. Tell me about your dad journey. Let's let's get this. What's going on? Oh man. So. Uh, yeah, I have a six month old daughter, Daisy, who is the love of my life, aside from my wife as well. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, just being a dad has been incredible. Um, you know, these, these one thing I heard that that stands true, at least in my experience is the days are long, but the years are, go fast. Mm. Uh, and, and that definitely feels the case sometimes, uh, where it's just like, wow, she's sitting up now she's doing all that. Um, it, it, it was interesting as well, leading up to, um, the birth of my daughter while my wife was pregnant, there, there was some fears and concerns and, and different things like that going into it. Um, yeah. you know, cause I didn't really have a, a consistent father figure growing up. So it was a little bit of a different field for me as well. And, um, so I, I had a wedding new year's Eve. I was out about 45 minutes out of town and I get home at like four and no, two, 2 a.m. I get home and, you know, I kind of wind down a little bit, get to sleep. 4 a.m. My wife starts going into labor. (laughs) (laughs) So I am happy she waited for me to get home. Maybe waiting a little longer would have been nice. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, we, we, um, my father-in-law came by to pick up our dog and, and we packed, you know, grabbed our hospital bag. We went to the hospital and they were about to send us home, but they were like, well, let's wait a little bit because it's kind of on the fence right now. And about an hour went by and they were like, you know what, we got a room ready for you. Let's go through with this. And so we went in and, um, I, I had a realization there where I went, I'm not going to be able to sleep for quite a while. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, right? That was it. That was the moment, right? Um, oh, wow. But yeah, I ended up, there was a a uh, Back to the Future marathon on the TV. And Ooh. so I finally got to catch up on that and um, just kind of hung out in the hospital. Um, and then you know, the, the moment of truth came and, and it was time to go. And, um, I remember during the, the birth, I, I out loud was like, wow. Cause I just watching that was, <laughs> yeah. was unbelievable. And, um, <laughs> my, my wife still makes fun of me to this day because I announced that it was a girl. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to be sure and so when when they were like, all right, here you go, dad. And I was like, it's a girl? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? Question, Question mark? mark? Um, yeah. and, and I was right, but but she still teases me about, <laughs> about that. Oh, um, gee. So were there other new dads or new-to-be dads in and around the hospital with you that night? Do you remember? Uh, not that I saw really there, there wasn't a lot of people there. Um, I, you know, it was, it was new year's day. Um, 
and yeah, we just spent most of the time in the in the delivery room. They they had a really nice room at the hospital we were in. It had like a, a fireplace and a big TV. And my buddy brought uh, my PlayStation so we could hook up Netflix and oh, good. and she and I could watch some TV series or something while we're waiting around. Um, yeah, because we were in the hospital I think for three days. Oh, wow! So it was definitely uh, yeah, it it, it was a. a an interesting experience it, it, it's kind of a blur a little bit just not a ton of sleep a lot of excitement and and then we took her home but um yeah i just remember crying i cried first yeah. um you know because i wanted a girl and yeah. my wife wanted a boy so you know i got to win one <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah yeah but uh um, that's good but also like all the fears and doubts i had just poof like I completely forgot about all of them the second that, you know, I held her and it just felt, you know, pretty natural. Usually when friends would hand me their babies or family members, it was always kind of like awkward and I wasn't entirely sure, yeah. but it just felt, you know, right to, to hold her. And like, yeah, I, I know during our last conversation, you said it's like an invisible switch that you didn't know was there. Yeah. And, and yeah, it, it's kind of weird, but that's, that's right. The case. Yeah. You don't, in. you didn't even know that you were, capable of doing what you're now doing right. and how unprepared you feel in that yeah. moment where you're like you walk in the hospital one way you're going to leave the hospital a different way yeah. and now my whole life is different I don't have I can't be selfish to the extent that I used to be I can't I have to always now think of you know my spouse my wife and my and my new child right yeah. it's, it's the three of us now and it's just that weird feeling of it's you know we just can't pick up and go and do what we want whenever we want we got to now think right do we have a babysitter yeah yeah. yeah absolutely i i, I know one of the things that um kind of a stereotype i'd always heard <clears throat> excuse me yeah a stereotype i'd always heard that um i i feel like i maybe miss misunderstood was when people were saying you know once the baby comes you don't have any time to hang out with your friends or do all that and um, I mean, we still find the time to to spend time with people. And they, of course, they always want to see Daisy. So it's easy to invite people over. But um, I, I I think maybe I understood it differently once Daisy was born, because it wasn't necessarily that I didn't have the time. It was more so that I wanted to sit and stay at home and play with my daughter rather than go out and do those things. Because, yeah, it, yeah it, it wasn't, you know, it's like, oh, I could, you know, and Ashley would be more than happy to watch Daisy for a couple hours, but I was like, she just learned how to stick her tongue out at me. And I kind of <laughs> want to sit and watch her do that for the next few hours. I just, let's just see the tongue again. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun being a parent and watching her grow. It's amazing. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. And it just, again, it touches something different in you that you never really, again, you never really thought you could, you could access. I, right. I love that. I love that part of it. But being yeah. a dad, so what kind of things, what have you learned from day one to today that surprises you about family or about being a dad or your daughter? Anything like, wow, I didn't know this would happen. Um, gosh, probably quite a bit. Um, one that is, it still surprises me is how tough babies are. Um, cause she's learning to sit up now. So she'll tip over every once in a while. And of course, I'm always hands at the ready wanting to catch her. But you know, if she kind of 
falls back and then she'll smile at me and she's totally fine. And I'm like, you're such a little thing. I would assume that you're just <laughs> getting hurt all the time. And, but she's just smiles and is so happy. Uh, so <clears throat> that while babies are fragile, they're also very, very strong. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I've also found that, uh, in, in being a dad, it's, it's, uh, such a, fulfilling thing to be um you know there there's a lot of things that i would <clears throat> describe as like a, or, or that i would say is a part of who i am you know an entertainer um you know a friend a son a, a, and and all these other things but something about being a dad is like a constant sense of fulfillment. It, it, hmm. it, it, it adds a layer to absolutely everything I do of like, I'm not just doing it for me anymore. Yeah. And, and like you said that, 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 you know, you can't really be as selfish, but it's almost like I said, fulfilling in a way to not be as selfish, to know that, you know, the way you carry yourself and, and the things you do impact this other life now, uh, pretty greatly. Um, yeah. And, and that, has been a pretty uh, uh, wonderful experience to yeah. to just always have that sense of fulfillment with me um yeah i also yeah the the that i how funny i thought i was <laughs> before being a dad is now increased because it's very easy to make my baby laugh and yeah. smile. And so, um, that's inflated my ego a little bit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do you know how hilarious I am? Yes. I make my little girl stick her tongue out anytime I want. Yeah. So know? I'm excited for when she's a little older and she'll really laugh at the silly things I say. So that when, when my wife is like, Michael, <laughs> I'm like she thinks I'm funny so yeah, now it's two I'm against hilarious. one so. <laughs> yeah. I love it I think one thing I learned too when my kids were little was they'd be running around the yard or something they'd trip and fall and um, I remember somebody saying to me don't jump up and rush to them just take a second and they would fall down and they'd be like you know not like seriously hurt themselves but just fall down and they'd look at me like or look at my wife like did that hurt and if we got up and went, oh my gosh, they would start crying. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> right? But if you just like, no, you're good, you're fine. And they'd be look at you like, oh, that didn't hurt. That wasn't me falling down. That was okay. Like, we're okay. You're like, yeah, you're good. Keep going. They're like, okay, right. Yeah. And I saw, I saw a video clip on TikTok of a dad holding their little his little daughter, and he comes around the corner, and there's the wall there, and he, the dad hits his hand on the wall, and then looks at his daughter and goes, oh. And she just starts to cry, right? Oh. Like she didn't hit the wall. He hit the wall with his hand, but she, but because he responded to her in that way, she just started bawling. And then he starts oh. laughing because she's, there's <laughs> nothing going on here. But right within that moment, uh, his, his daughter was just like, Daddy, why are you crying? What's wrong? What happened? Yeah. Right? So I'm like, hmm. So that was one of the lessons I learned right away. Don't jump up right away, don't run to them. If it's not super serious, just let them kind of just figure out yeah. that that didn't really hurt as bad as it looked like it did. Right. You know, that's very good advice. <laughs> so, yeah. Because otherwise they just, the, every single time they would fall, they would just start falling. And right. you're like, oh gosh. 
you know, that was really not that serious. But right. So that was one of the things I somebody taught me when I was a young dad, and I loved that. I loved yeah. it a lot. So it really worked for me. Um, yeah. Anyways, so yeah. tell me a little bit then about who inspires you as a dad. Um, we had talked earlier that you grew up in, in a home with a very strong uh, single mom as your, mm. you know, as your parent. Tell me today, who do you look to? Who, who inspires you um, and kind of helps you? How, who do you pattern yourself out as a, as a dad? Yeah, um, I, I, I'd say there's a, two people that come to mind uh, right away would be my uh, father-in-law, Paul. Um, <clears throat> um, he's just a, an incredible guy. Um, Paul, um, when he and his wife got married, um, she had three kids from a previous marriage. Uh, and, you know, he immediately kind of took up the mantle and, and was just as much a father to them as his biological kids down the road. Um, which I, I think is so honorable. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, to this day, he, you know, he's the one who, um, I, my, you know, we rented a trailer, a, a vehicle, auto transport from U-Haul to get my car that was stranded out an hour away. And uh, he's the one who we used his truck and he and I went down to get it and took time off of from his weekend to go and get my car with me. Yeah, um, you know, so just a great guy and, and uh, really does a lot. And the other one I think would be my grandpa, uh, my mom's dad, who just... I mean, he, I, I suppose out of anyone in my life, um, he would be the most consistent father figure. We lived about two and a half hours away, so we didn't get to be there in person all the time. But I'd say if anybody throughout my life was one, uh, at least consistently, it would be him. Um, just different things that, you know, he, he taught me how to shoot a gun, we'd go out yeah. and and you know how to ride the four-wheeler and we just have a lot of great conversations and you know i would see how hard he worked and mm. how much you know time he would spend and um a lot of that to this day is, is still things i look to when i'm making decisions as a father and as a husband like you know how like just working hard and and doing what you can to help provide in the family and um, yeah <clears throat> And when my mom and oh I'm sorry go ahead no go ahead no it's fine oh um, when when my mom and her two sisters were were little as well um, my grandpa would come home from work and if my grandma needed a break he would say all right go out for a little bit drive around or go hang out with some friends I'll take care of the kids for a while and um, that to me too is just because it 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 goes so quick and it can get so overwhelming and kind of chaotic sometimes that um, that sometimes I think to myself there are days where it is hard to come home from work and immediately go to dad duty and just take yeah. over from there. Cause you know, and, and to know that he would do that. And um, yeah, it's just always been somebody I really looked up to. Um, yeah. And that's because, a different, different generation too, right? That's like, yeah, that's not like you, that almost feels like it should be a common thing today to be an active dad, but right. back in other generations, maybe not so much. Right. 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 Um, yeah and and i yeah like I've, I've heard stories and everything around and and his siblings and their kids and stuff like that but yeah just my grandpa's always um and there was also 
another part of my grandpa, just I think as a, a, a person or as a man in general, that uh, is one of the most touching things to me is, um, so my grandpa, they're kind of, you know, small rural towns, um, you know, definitely some like prejudice and different things going on in those areas, mm-hmm. uh, especially back in the day. But uh, my dad, my biological dad is half black. Um, yeah. And so when, you know, it, it was a little touchy in the beginning there uh, before I was born, um, just because of preconceived prejudice that my, yeah. you know, they had grown up around and stuff. But the moment I was born, it was my, it, it, it like flipped a switch in my grandpa to put all that aside and, and to be a lot more welcoming. And um <clears throat> I've talked about my experiences uh, with different people before. And one of the things I always say is, um, you know, my family, small town, North Dakota, it are, have never treated me like I'm different ever once, mm. you know? Um, and so also to me, from my grandpa's sense, I'm like to put that aside and just better yourself for for me, I mean, personally is, is such a huge thing. Um, and, and just, yeah. And, and, and so that, that's another thing I, I kind of look to as well for inspiration on just trying to better myself and be more, more open-minded, let less things bother me and, and try to carry on that way. Jeez. Mike, how old are you? Uh, 26. Okay. So when I was 26, <laughs> I, A, I would never have been on a podcast talking about my dad experience because I was, <laughs> there was no podcast when I was 26. So I'm feeling really old right now, but as well. <laughs> Like you're coming with such knowledge and heart already as a dad, like your future as a dad is so bright. If you stay, you. stay on this path and just love and cherish your family, be there as much as you can, but as well, find some time for yourself, I think is the side. I think we do need a little, be a little bit selfish, even though we mentioned at the beginning, you do need yeah. to carve out some time pull out pull out the video game system and throw on a game you need <laughs> oh yeah you, you and as well as your spouse your partner as well needs that time like you mentioned go grab the key get out of here i got this go take some time for yourself go to the restaurant grab an ice cream cone and just sit there you know yeah don't go go have some time for yourself and i think that was another lesson i learned early in my relationship with my kids and with my wife is that we do need that time and don't yeah. be don't feel bad when you're not at home with your daughter, when you're with your wife and you need that moment to yourself because you'll come back filled up and ready to jump back in instead of running on empty all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. And it, it's a little tough sometimes. I, I try to keep it in mind. You know, it, it, it it's one of those things. It's, it's really a learning experience to, to just try to keep the good habits going. And, and, you know, there are times where both my wife and I are overwhelmed and, so neither of us are really taking the time, but, um, yeah, we always try to give each other a bit of a break. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. We're going to switch gears. We, we haven't done much with the music stuff yet. So here we go. Oh yes. I yes. need you to tell me because you you play music all the time and we did this in our pre-interview and it was pretty interesting, but let's hear, let's hear some, we'll come to mind some dad songs. <laughs> that that for you means something different right now so like for me example luke combs has a song about his dad um i'm forgetting the title off the top of my head but it's all about his dad going away 
right? Oh, sure. And, and I'm like, oh gosh, because at the end of the song, it's all about his dad passing away and the fact that how am I going to live without you, dad? You know, I'm like, come on, man, that mm-hmm. don't play that song, right? Um, yeah, there's so and like the the living years by Mike and the Mechanics. That's an old one from my day. So there's all these songs that kind of celebrate dad or sing about dad, mention dad. In all the songs that you play professionally of what you do, are there certain songs at weddings and stuff? Daddy, daughter dances. Is there some yeah. things that are really popular? Tell us about those. <laughs> yes. Um, My Little Girl by Tim McGraw here just about every weekend for a father daughter okay. dance. All right. And is just brutal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as a dad, right? As You're a like, dad, I'm like, I no. don't. I can't play this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That uh, Cinderella. (laughs) Who was that by? I am totally blanking. I know, right? Um, But that's another popular one. I'm, I'm, I'm sure someone listening will know what what song I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And uh, butterfly kisses. I think by Bob Carlisle. Bob Carlisle. Yeah. There you go. Great song. Oh man, Mm -hmm. it's tough. And one thing that we do, and it happens more often than people, well, yeah, more often than I'd like to admit, I suppose. While while I'm setting up my equipment, uh, once I get the sound going first so that I can run through all the important songs, make sure there's no skips or anything yeah. like that while I'm setting up the rest. And every time we go through, once it hits the father-daughter stuff, and that's what I'm listening to, and I'm the only person in the room, I definitely get choked up, and I'm like, ah, like, every time. (laughs) Mike's in the corner in a little ball, hugging a pillow or something. Just waiting for this one to end. (laughs) One day, I'll have to dance to this song, and oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a conversation last weekend. is now too when i talk to fathers of brides and and grooms you know we'll talk about it every once in a while like what's it like or or i'm sure you're never ready for whatever and you know i'll talk about daisy because i can't help but bring her up in every conversation i'm a part of and yeah. uh and just this last weekend they were saying like oh it's gonna happen before you know it you know it's you'll you'll be in this position and i was like i cannot think of that i put so much effort into blocking out the thought of Daisy being old enough to marry. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to think about it at all. No. She's not even a year old, so it's like... You can't watch so Father of the Bride. Mind. That's a movie you can't watch with, uh, you know, where the the, the the guy comes home to meet the daughter and all that, the weddings. Yeah. Father oh. of the Bride, I can't do uh, any of that stuff. That's just... Uh. Um, yeah. The one thing I heard was um, Katy Perry had a daughter. Her name is Daisy. And yeah, and she got a gift from Luke Bryan. He bought uh, Daisy a Daisy pellet gun, uh, which is quite (laughs) funny because Katy Perry is like, "What the heck am I going to do with this?" Yeah, my very giving my newborn a a firearm. You know, I'm like, (laughs) so I knew you mentioned about learning how to to shoot. I don't know if that's going to be in Daisy's future, but she has her own gun line. So that's true. That's That's quite interesting, right? So (laughs) yeah, wow. So, you know, yeah. at that point, you could hit me with my best shot. You know, that'd be really good. You know, that's good. Hit me with that. Yeah. That is good. Hit me with my best shot. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go, right? Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah. So that's really cool. Before we go off today, Mike, tell me a little bit about what you're looking forward to in the next coming years as you look at your daughter. What's exciting for you? Is it school? Is it uh, learning how to read? All that stuff. Like, What are you excited about? 
just watching her become a person, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Every time a, a little bit more personality comes out, it's it's just so exciting to see watching her learn her ABCs and all that kind of stuff. It just the way she absorbs information is so cool. And and one thing I'm very excited about because I've always been really into video games uh, is being able to uh, share some of those experiences with her with that and just different interests and things I have. Yeah. Maybe as she grows older, she'll grow out of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. But <laughs> um, right now, yeah, right now, she, you know, and because every time I play video games now, sometimes I'll sit her on my lap and, and, and we'll play something. Um, but she reaches for that controller. And my wife has a controller that she doesn't really use anymore. So we let, and it's more colorful. So we let Daisy play with it, but she only wants the one that's currently on or that I'm using. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. that makes me a little hopeful <laughs> that yeah. I'll have a gaming buddy. Uh, there you go. And yeah, just, just watching and, and, and getting into the things that she's interested in. I feel like she's going to teach me so much and I'm going to learn so many things too. Um, and maybe things I forgot about from when I was a kid, I'll, I'll get to kind of re-experience some of that. Um, so I'm just excited for her to grow up and, and just learn more things. I also think that she is so funny already. So there's a part of me that's like, you know, maybe she'll take after her dad and be just as hilarious as I am. So that yes. <laughs> we can together just drive my wife crazy <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah i love it one of the things i did too when i when my kids were young um we had daddy dates so i would take the kids out of the house in the morning let my wife sleep in in the morning uh, after a long week and we just go like to whatever go to a park go down to the beach uh go grab an ice cream cone whatever it was in the morning we just go do something together and it yeah. was our time and um it was different for all of my kids and it was just that moment of, you know, hey, uh, my wife gets a break, the house is quiet, and I get my own time, you know, just to kind of, to build that bridge and build a connection with my with my kids. So yeah. any anytime I could create that time, it, it took a lot of effort at first mm -hmm. to do that, but I found it so rewarding and very memorable to look back on those times because, you know, you can't, you can't do them over. You get one shot at this, right? So right. Now I'm like we mentioned before. I I'm an empty nester. I'm at the kind of the tail end of yeah. where you're at. So I look back with fondness to your stage of of being a dad and encourage you again. Like I said, I 26. I don't think I could be so succinct and and share my thoughts the way you have already. So congratulations on that and just keep going. You. you know it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just those memories are great. Uh, thankfully, I get to spend about the first half of every day with her, uh, right. with Daisy. So that's always nice. I, I usually start my days with Daisy bench presses because <laughs> she'll she'll end up in our bed. And so I'll roll over and she'll wake well, she'll wake me up because she's grabbing my face and pulling my hair. And uh, and yeah. she loves she loves being lifted in the air and everything. So I'll lay on my back and I'll just up and down. <laughs> she loves it and um yeah I, th I think just little things like that I, I hope i always remember you know good so before we go mike what would you like yeah. to share with new dads maybe there's a dad going in the hospital this week mm -hmm. and uh they're gonna come out of the hospital with a newborn 
what would you tell them? What would you say to that, Mike, walking into the hospital this week? I would say as <laughs> easier said than done, but don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. Being a parent is the coolest experience in my life I've had. Um, and just, just have fun with it, you know? Um, and it's, it, it, it can be stressful. It can be scary, especially those first few days. Um, but it's gonna totally change your life in a way that you're gonna love. And you're not even gonna feel like it's this jarring life change, right? Maybe, but it'll just feel natural and, and it's gonna be better. And you're gonna, you're not even gonna remember what it was like to not have this thing in your life eventually. And, yeah. and, and, and it's just gonna be perfect. Yeah, you get to be a dad once and forever. Yes. Which is amazing. Because yes. you're like, wow, I get to do this, right? It's amazing. Okay, before we go, I still got to ask the expert. Got a couple of minutes left. From your from your expanse knowledge of music, and I'm a musician, so I love this. Yeah. I need, and we did this in a pre-interview, I need your top five songs to set to get the room jumping, just moving. Get up off your off your seats. Let's go, people. Top five songs in no no particular order that okay. you would play. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that's easier. Uh, yes. In no particular what you would play to get people from being like, man, this is a wedding. I'm bored. Grandma's over there complaining. How do you get people out of the seats? Come on, let's do this. What are the songs? Right. Five. Go. Some good five ones. All right. Uh, Cupid Shuffle is a is is a guarantee to get the dance floor packed. Um, Shout by the Isley Brothers is a personal favorite of mine because you got everybody hands in the air and the call back and forth. <laughs> so much fun. One of my favorites to do. Uh, Let's Get It Started by the Black Eyed Peas is a pretty mm -hmm. fun one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, playing the millennials is pretty easy for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I got these last two here. Come on. I'm going to say Dan... I'm going to say Dancing Queen by ABBA because <laughs> yes. when it hits. Oh, my hearing... wife. Yeah, my wife would be up in a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hear I hear screams and people rushing out to the floor. <laughs> that one is tons of fun. Mm -hmm. And the other one that <laughs> always gets people going crazy. Okay, okay, actually, I'm sorry. Can I make it a tie? <laughs> um. Okay, well, let's make it six. The top six. Let's, make let's it go. Six. All right, good. Get low. Of course. Yes. Uh, for later in the night. And Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Oh. Uh, people go crazy when that song starts. There you go. That's probably, yeah, I've heard this like one of the most popular songs that people know. Yeah. And I don't, you know, yeah. it's it's not a particularly happy song, but no. people love it. And so, and once, yeah, once I hit it, they go nuts. Okay. One so, more bonus question then. What is Daisy's favorite song right now? Is it Baby Shark? No, it's not Baby Shark. It might be. <laughs> it might be the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme song, <laughs> or or the Bluey title song. If you're familiar with Bluey, there you go. See, like parents, yeah, parents all around the world. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's I got that one. See? Yeah, if if parents around the world listening are wanting to find a, a show that is pretty bearable. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Bluey is like my wife and I's favorite show now. It is so good and so funny. And there's so much in there for parents. It's amazing. So if you okay. haven't checked out. Highly recommended from Mike right here, everybody. Go yes. check out Bluey. Uh, <laughs> and if you need a great DJ and uh, you don't mind giving him a ride because sometimes his car breaks down. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Mike yeah. is here. He's amazing. And um, go check out his stuff. We'll have links. You can go watch the videos that I watched. And uh, this guy's a this guy's a great DJ. You got to go check him out. So thank you so much for sharing your dad's story today, Mike. Of course, thank you. Um, all the best to your wife and Daisy. And uh, we're cheering you on over here. Doing a great job. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just get back to the nine to five. There you go, right? Before the boss catches you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> right. Thanks, Mike. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Dad Space today. Go check us out on all of our social media, YouTube, all that great stuff. You can find us as Dad Space Podcast. Real simple. Dad Space Podcast, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, even YouTube. Email us, dadspacepodcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for great guests to come on the podcast. If you have any feedback for us, let us know here at Dad Space. Looking forward to connecting with you on the next episode right here of Dad Space. Follow us on your podcast app for more. Cheers. To you, Dad. Thank you. And now a word from our sponsors. Well, hi there. My name is Wilbur, and I'm here to support this podcast with with a commercial for a horse. You know, if uh, you're looking to get somewhere faster than three miles an hour and you're tired of walking, you can get a horse, and a horse will be a great thing for you. It'll really help you. And, uh, you know, you can carry things, and you can transport things. You can move things with a horse, and sometimes... A horse is all you need, right? So, you know, I would just, I'm selling horses here for $10, $10 a horse. Uh, and I'd love it if you could support me because uh, horses are us. We are here for you. So, like I said, if you need a horse, horses are us. And we're here to support this podcast with uh, financial support. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And, like I said, I don't even know what a podcast is because it's just like 1800. Maybe someday this will all make sense to somebody. I don't know. Anyways, thanks for supporting the podcast. You need a horse and you want to go more than three miles an hour, you can talk to me. And I'd love to help you. So thank you. Thank you for being part of the podcast. And uh, like I said, reach out to us. Horses are us. And someday there'll be a thing called the internet. And um, people will be taking pictures of their food for some reason. And at that time, this will all make sense. Right now, to me, this makes no sense at all. And again, my name, Wilbur. And uh, so happy to be here and enjoy the podcast, whatever the heck that is, by horse. I'm here for you. Thanks for listening. Whatever you do, don't squat with your spurs on. Thank you. And talk to you soon. Cheers.